so yeah, that was what I did like all last week. <laughs> it was uh was just uh edit edit some stuff together, whatnot because nice. stuff I wanted to do more often. Um, want to do more gameplay videos? Yeah, and I also want to go back through some of my like uh gameplays or whatever through like uh like I want to go through like Dragon Quest, some of the like Persona Four, Persona Five, um things or whatever, and just make like a best of or whatever compilation or whatever. Some like of the more funnier moments or cooler moments and stuff like that from the games. Sounds like fun. But then you realize that's like over a hundred hours of footage I need to get sort through and fuck, that's going to take a while. <laughs> it will be. I think the end result will be worth it though. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think I, and I also kind of remember some things about those streams too. So I'm like, I think I can just skip to like the parts that I thought were the funniest or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I can always flip through some footage too if you want me to. Oh, don't worry, do don't worry, don't worry about it. I'll do it. My, I'll do it myself. You sure? It's more fun. It's more fun that way. Okay. So, but I also want to start putting up the po- this podcast on uh, on YouTube as well. So I started downloading all my the highlights I have of everyone and started just posting them up, posting them up on YouTube. I also thought about doing uh some YouTube streams instead of Twitch streams and kind of doing a mix match here and there. Okay. Or if I decide to, and if I feel like my computer is up for it, uh, a multicast or whatever. So go that way I can go off of YouTube and Twitch if I'm really feeling it and stuff like that. But that's pretty, it's pretty hardware intensive. And I hear it's not really worth it. Like that just splits up. Well, I guess we don't have much of a community, but yeah. You know, yeah, I I, un- I understand that, and that's why I'm just like maybe I just go back and forth and split time or whatever if I want to. Yeah. Think about a thing, yeah. especially with like the the YouTube odds or whatever that they save. It's like they're pretty easy to go back through, and you can just edit them right there on the spot, so you don't have to like uh, actually download and like this big file and upload it right there. Yeah, you can just cut it right there, and that's the video. So it's pretty nice, honestly. So thought about giving you, that a try. Uh, you know what I've been thinking about going back to? What's that? Remember our in our very first podcast, I talked about wanting to do like video essays and stuff. Yeah, I think that's something I might try to do again, because I just found this really awesome YouTube channel and it's. I don't know. The fire is getting in- ignited with me again. Nice. I don't know. Like. It's something that I guess I just never really got around to starting, but looking back, it's something I kind of wish I did and I kind of want to do now. Nice. You also said like when we, it was a couple weeks ago, we were, I was like talking Darkest Dungeon 2 or whatever, and I was kind of giving my initial thoughts and takes on it and stuff like that. Yeah, we should do. Yeah, and how you wanted to do more of those. So I thought maybe we could start doing a bit more of those as well. Yeah, I think that could be a lot of fun. So doesn't necessarily need to be a review, but it could be our initial first takes of games or something like that. Yeah. So that could be a lot of fun. I, I We can start thinking about doing that more often. I kind of want to do one for in, Inscription, but I have to play more of that game before I, before I want it, before I go do that one. Yeah. We so could do I, that next week, though, if yeah. you wanted to. Good. You said you played up uh, all the way to the final boss right now, haven't you? I, I've beaten it. Oh, nice. Beat it. Yeah, I didn't do it on stream because I feel like just watching me going back to the beginning every single time was kind of getting annoying to watch. But 
I mean, that's roguelite, so. Nah. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Let's start this bitch after three attempts and stuff like that. <laughs> so, hello and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. That's just... That, that's Tom Cruise. One of these days, I'm going to point the right way right the first time. That's Tom Cruise can't lose. He's my co-host. It's awesome, dude. Thanks. I think yeah. you're pretty awesome, too. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the Game Awards for it. So, Jasmine is the true star of the show, though. Yeah, she's sitting outside. Well, she's not sitting outside. She's sitting looking outside. <laughs> Waiting for that cat to show its bitch face again. Uh, more like the rabbit she chases every time I take her out. Because right, right as I go out, we go out the door or whatever, there's like this rabbit that sleeps in like the this little bush area or whatever. And she runs at it every time she sees it. I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> ah, well. Maybe one day that rabbit will get the idea that, hey, maybe I shouldn't sit here anymore. <laughs> nah, they're friends. They're just preparing. Uh, sure. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, where do we want to... St- I don't know. We, there's not a whole lot, like to talk about like there are a few things we can talk about but dude i'm sitting on my rum like now right now like a baby like a mama bird sits on her egg <laughs> it's like i'm lovingly pasteurizing it or whatever <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all right so i guess that's what we're beginning with yeah i said you wanted to talk about some halo stuff uh, I mean, I just saw that there was like some uh, changes to like some ha- to, to Halo Infinite's multiplayer, and you were saying they were mis- mostly just balance changes, and that's what I was kind of seeing too. Yeah. Um, I think there was also a few features that they were adding, like an auto sprint or something like that. I saw. Yeah, you can. Uh, you have the ability to customize your pod a bit more, which nice. I know a lot of people were asking for. Hmm. No, fun stuff. Yeah. A uh, very recent bit of news that just ca- like just came out actually. Uh the Halo franchise hits 81 million copies sold ahead of Halo Infinite's release. Wow. Hmm. That's so that's like all the games and like MCC or whatever. Yeah. That uh, that that yeah. I mean that's uh, that tells you that people are still interested in Halo. They want it. They want more. Yep. They'll get it. Is that infinite? But it's slated out for uh, December eighth, right? Uh, yep. Nice. Nice. Should be a pretty fun time. Do you know? I also saw this, and I I didn't mention it to you beforehand, but apparently, uh, uh. I saw I saw this and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Borderland 2's original like Tiny Tina DLC, the uh, Assault on Dragon's Keep or whatever, is was, now free. For it. Is uh, is now free? It's a free standalone game on the Epic Games Store. It's pretty interesting, honestly, because it's like I guess it's supposed to be like a lead into uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah, but yeah, if you haven't played uh, Borderlands 2, like. Honestly, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep is probably one of the best things that you could play to to get you into Wonderlands or whatever. I mean, like it's yeah, it's really good. Now, granted, you don't really get the whole aspect of like the whole story 
if you don't play the if you don't play through the like the actual game, but like it's still really good. Yeah. So I mean, there's they're making they're ba- they're basically making a whole game on on the one DLC or whatever, <laughs> just to show you just how much people like that one. Yeah. So I saw that was uh, there, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I mean. Who who does who doesn't like a like a like a D and D Borderlands? D and D Borderlands. I mean, that's pretty much what how they're how they're uh, uh, doing a uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. It's like it's basically just a D and D Borderlands game. Cool. So yeah, just wanted to mention that. Uh, just. Well, I know we talked about like the was the game awards aren't until December eighth, December ninth. Um, yep. And we were talking you know, like when are we potentially going to see like nominees and stuff like that? You think it might it might be like towards like probably towards like Thanksgiving or whatever. I'm thinking it's going to be either middle middle of next week or end of next week. One of those two. Yeah. So, but Jeff Kingsley is still like obviously like promoting the game awards and stuff like that. He's hyping the shit out of it, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's cool. Stuff like that. Honestly, like, hearing him talk about the Game Awards basically just says says to me that it's another E3 is how he basically treats it, which I like. I It's it's always... more Seeing more games is always good and stuff like that. Um, and uh, one of the things that he talked about that which apparently people were asking for is wondering if there was going to be NFT stuff uh, going to be in the Game Awards. Like, are they going to be, like certain things and we talked a bit about nfts and stuff like that last week and it's just like I, I looked into it more and it's like it's basically just the biggest scam pretty much or at least feels like it is that's it's what it feels like yeah <sighs> you know how many nft games there are already that basically exist to sell people digital pieces of land for a project that's never going to exist yeah and then it's just like, and then there's like a, the thing about it, the thing about it, especially NFTs is like, is like, it's an image or a video clip that basically has like a little like embedded code in it that says that this is the original, but like, who the fuck cares? I'm like, I could look this up on YouTube and watch the same clip for free. I don't, I don't well- get it. You see, the version that they have, though, is a is apparently worth worth money. Yeah, worth like a quarter of a million dollars, apparently. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know. NFTs are a whole monster or whatever, and I just don't get it. Dude, I found saw this one picture online where I was like, the only NFTs I'm into are neat fucking turtles. <laughs> and I just thought... <laughs> Like, I could probably start a chain of, like, people have, like, these monkey NFTs, and apparently there's a hand version one. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Now, I, wa- I-, I was thinking, I, wa- I bet I could hire an artist to make an NFT chain called Neat Fucking Turtles, and I'd probably be a millionaire within a week. You could make your own, like, YouTube channel or whatever that's called Neat Fucking Turtles and stuff like that, and then... You just put video. You just put videos out of like turtles walking around, dude. I'd be a boss scam artist. 
in- instantly like you know one of the most su- subscribed channels on youtube and stuff like that instant billionaire up there with like pewdiepie or whatever and just like oh man <laughs> I, I mean like we're already seeing like celebrities and micro celebrities hype the shit out of different like nft chains because that way they just get more money out of them mm-hmm I, I don't it's like it's one of those things that, it's like the it's like the again again i'm basically just rehashing the discussion we had last week with the like the nfts and the metaverse and stuff like that and realizing that what a giant fucking scam this is and it and I, and it's all started by basically like two people uh when it comes to it it's like they got mark zuckerberg and tom and uh tim sweeney or whatever and because they're like since we got like with the Apple, the Epic stuff started talking about the metaverse and stuff like that. And then basically Mark Zuckerberg is like, oh, yeah, it sounds like I could really scam people with that. So, like, we're just going to call ourselves the meta. And I'm sitting going, Shh, can we get the fan- Phantom Thieves? Can you come over here real fast and just take down well, this metaverse for us? Well, well, that's him wanting to get into the metaverse. That's not exactly NFT. No, but what I'm trying to say here is that it's just a giant scam. And stuff it, like it is all a giant scam. It's a giant didn't scam. Didn't he say he was going to replace? Didn't he say he was going to replace Facebook with Meta or whatever? No, it basically. Well, I mean, like it's a it's a rebrand. It's not so much like it's still Facebook, but it's part of the Meta and stuff like that. All the all the different uh, Facebook things or whatever. All the Meta now, like uh, as a Messenger and uh, Instagram and whatever. They're all the Meta now. <laughs> if this sounds as stupid as I'm making it, it gets because it is. It, it's just like looking it's into like, this stuff was a fucking conundrum. It, it's 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 also like you said, like everyone just like basically just decided to watch Ready Player One and it's like yeah, it's like yeah, we can make that real life. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't think anybody gets it, really. No, I don't even think I don't even think they get it. They're just like, hey, it gives us like billions of dollars. People, people spend thousands. It of makes dollars us money, NFT. so who cares? Yeah, you know, just say NFTs are there and stuff like that, and I've run on Ethereum, which costs gratuitous amounts of money. Oh, something that we can actually talk about. I actually forgot about this. Uh, Todd Howard interview that he talked about Starfield. Oh, did he? Yeah, in which he revealed that they already have plans for Fallout 5, but they don't expect it. A one-pager for Fallout 5, but Elder Scrolls and Starfield come first. It's going to be like 2030 before we hear about that game. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, they teased like what, Elder Scrolls 6 like three years ago, I want to feel like, I feel like. I feel like it was like 2018. Like we saw like a little tease of Elder Scroll Six, and then we haven't heard jack shit about it too. Apparently, it's coming out in twenty twenty four. If the current Nvidia leaks are to be believed, which I mean, I have no reason. Like, I'm obviously like gonna take everything with a grain of salt because they themselves they said that a lot of them aren't true. You have to remember, though, during the last NVIDIA leak, it was le- actually leaked that we um, 
that God of War would be coming to the PC storefront a few a few weeks later it happened so i'm thinking there must be some legitimacy to at least some of this yeah that's uh, telling me that at least that's when they think it's going to come out hmm. i could see, i could see that yeah i could see that i want to i want to hear basically everything that came out of that leak just so we can maybe talk about it sure all right so it says that avowed is apparently going to be coming out december 7th of next year fable is october 12th of 2023 the elder scrolls 6 is january 2nd 2024 Hmm. um redfall is coming out in june i feel like we knew that already though um, I, was like, I don't think it had a release date. I think it said the year. Yeah. But. Forza Motorsport is apparently August 12th of next year. Perfect Dark is apparently December 8th of next year. And the furthest one out actually is Machine Games Indiana Jones, which is coming out on January 1st, 2024. Hmm. Oh, and next year, apparently, we're also already getting Gear 6. Because why not? Uh, yeah, November why not? 11th. Huh. At the, at the, and like I said on Twitter, uh, in terms of like PC ports, we're getting Final Fantasy, supposed to be getting Final Fantasy 7 next year. And what else? Apparently, we're going to be also getting. Rip- oh, wait, there's. Okay, no, those are just release dates for stuff. That doesn't make any sense. But Horizon Forbidden West comes out well before the 9th. Hmm. And doesn't it come out, like, what, March or something? Yeah, so... Maybe these are PC release dates? Maybe. I don't know, that seems kind of soon. Well, if these things are supposed to be believed, then... Horizon Forbidden West is going to be coming to the PC on the 9th of next on the uh 9th whatever whatever that is September of next year. Mm-hmm. Returnal is coming out on the 4th. Uh Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. I really want to play Returnal, but I don't have a PS5 to play it. So I would love Ghost for it to come to PC. Ghost of Tsushima is apparently getting a port in February. Sackboy's Big Adventure is coming out. Uh, Jul- n- no, June of next year. And then Ratchet & Clank is uh, uh, October of next year. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, if they're going all in on peace... It, I mean, if they are interested or dedicated to releasing P- like PC ports. I oh, guess that would make sense. Those are the games to do it. I mean, like... Yeah. I do find it interesting that Horizon Forbidden West one, like, like you said, it's just like, it doesn't feel... It feels like a little too soon. But I guess with... Right, or like, with Horizon Zero Dawn out on PC, they're like, well, might as well put the sequel out and maybe we can do it a little earlier this time. I suppose so. It makes me wonder, like, what they want their release strategy for to be for that. 
Like, are they going to do it a year after? Or are they going to do well, six months after? I was like, cause if it, I mean, what, Mar- you do it, the initial game comes out in March. And then if the PC port comes out in the, in September, that's six months later. Yeah. So they could do it six months in advance or whatever. Maybe. I could see that happening. I, I, like, a lot of people are saying, like, just you wait, it's going to be date and date eventually. And I'm like, that's potentially like decades away. I couldn't see Sony doing that at all, hmm. let alone anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about that, though? Is there a transcript of this fucking interview? Jesus. Think about what, by the way? I'm sorry. I missed something. About, uh, about whether or not um, Sony might do like day and day releases for PC. Like, that's something I personally couldn't see happening for, I don't know, at least, yeah. If if they make, like, their own, like, kind of, like, launcher on the PC or whatever, I could see that. Like, I don't, uh, or, I, yeah, I just, I don't see that, I don't see that happening, because I feel like they're still, like, they still want people to just, like, buy PS5s or whatever. More that like, it's just it goes against what they want you to do. I feel like I feel like they still hard on to the console game. Yeah, something like that. Like obviously they they realize that PC people are there and stuff like that. Like obviously that's why they're releasing God of War, and they've released Horizon and uh, Days Gone and stuff like that. So I'm just like, yeah, I think they realize that there's the one, but I think they would rather start ps ps playstation ps5 whatever um and then go pc after that i couldn't see it going same day i just couldn't yeah unless they really wanted to follow on with with up with microsoft and stuff like that but i'm like i feel like everyone just becomes a pc gamer at that point then yeah, at least as of yet, that's not something I could see happening. Yeah, I think like you said, it's like maybe in a couple of decades, maybe like a decade or so. Yeah, maybe like uh, next like... next generation after the PS5, potentially. Yeah. I, I think the big thing that a lot of. People are kind of. iffy about when it comes to that is we've really yet to see a like a major return and like Microsoft's investment in terms of Game Pass. I think we're mostly just waiting on that. Uh, like, do we even know if Game Pass has started making like a profit at all? Oh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't really know. And I was like, I if they're not already profitable like how many more people have to subscribe to like to it for it to be profitable it's a good, it's a yeah. good question i feel like hmm this is what there it's like what 80 90 million at this point subscribers yeah i think it's like 25 million if it was 90 million that'd be that'd be absurd what was that what was i thinking then i, don't, I forget like, Netflix, baby. <laughs> I have no where. I don't know where the fuck that number came from. I mean, I'm 
almost positive before the end of the year that we're going to be seeing like 30 million subscribers for Game Pass. I think, absolutely. I, I mean, that may absolutely be the case when you could, if like there's a big competitive scene for Halo, considering that you get like XP boosts and a bunch of other shit if you're a Game Pass subscriber. But I don't know. I don't th- see like Game Pass like popping, popping off until like this time next year when Starfield comes out. Yeah, I feel like once Bethesda really gets going, I feel like that'll be like the the time. Like when like Elder Scrolls 6 comes out or something like that. Yeah. Something be like that. Or Starfield could do it as well. Depending on what we see from there. I don't know why this I, mean, just, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but isn't like there isn't like a GTA like legacy or whatever? Like a like a like a legacy remaster collection supposed to be coming out like today or something like that? The trilogy, yeah. Trilogy. Yeah. Do they ever show any gameplay from it? <laughs> like what it looks I mean, like they, or anything like that? I mean, they showed what it looks like. I'm not sure if they showed gameplay. It's I mean, wild. The upgrades are are very noticeable. So, yeah, I mean, some of those games are pretty old. So, and that's, yeah. I'm not surprised. But I was just like, I just remember seeing on Twitter. I was just like. Hey, Rockstar, where's the where's some gameplay and stuff like that of this game of the game and stuff like that? And I was just like, really? I was like, when does this game come out? Oh, in like three days or something like that? What the fuck? There's not gameplay or anything? People okay. know if they want it or not. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, I guess if you like the GTA or whatever for a long time, or you like really like GTA five or something like that, I guess you would probably probably get it anyway. So it's all the GTA we're getting for a while, apparently. Like next year, we're getting the next gen versions of five, I guess. But I'm hearing rumors, and keep an eye. These these are just rumors, but I don't know they make sense to me. But apparently, the project lead for GTA Six left, and the whole project went under a kind of soft reboot. Jesus, I'm not sure how much was redone, but at this point, it's up in the air of just how much of GTA 6 is actually completed at this point. For all we know, it could be like a complete reworking and we might not see it for another five, six years. So what you're saying is, is that GTA 5 is going to be remastered for the PlayStation 6 and Xbox whatever. Maybe. (laughs) Honestly. I mean, apparently after this... uh, the next remaster is going to be for the first Red Dead Redemption. Hmm. Wondering when they're going to actually make a new game, you know? Yeah, I was like, when did, uh, when, uh, when was, I mean, I, I guess I would guess it was Red Dead Redemption 2, but I'm like, before that, I'm like, when was the last game Rockstar put out? I'd be, I mean, I'd be interested if, yeah, fuck GTA 6, can I get another Red Dead Redemption, please? Like Red Dead Three, and then we get GTA. So. Do you know it's really it's really quite something that I, I I saw I saw something I saw like an outcry on like social media and stuff like that about like people wanting to, GTA Six to be more like Red Dead Redemption, and I was just mm-hmm. like, uh, do you want horses? I, yeah, that's why I was like, what do you mean you want it more like Red Dead, like Red Dead and stuff like that? That's what I didn't understand. I'm like, what? Do they want? Do you want to be? Do you want to do cowboy shit in the middle of like California or something or whatever? 
It's like I I, I don't want to be in a I don't want to be in a car or whatever. I want to be in a horse riding riding away from the popo. Like I mean, I feel like I might be in the minority when I say I just vibe with the cowboy setting a lot more. Yeah, that's just me though. I know a lot. Of, I I know I know I'm in the minority when I say that. Eh, but, everyone wants to try and be gangsters, and I'm just like I feel like that's what GTA does. Yeah, something like that. Whereas like, I also kind of feel like Red Dead kind of has more like a story, whereas like GTA is like. It's kind of there, like there, there are some good parts to it, but I'm like, eh, I feel like most people don't really care about it. Yeah. So a lot of people, yeah. So there's that. I don't know. I don't know why that just popped in my head, but I was just like, I was like, uh, I remember seeing that, and I'm just like, do they ever do that? And I don't know. <sighs> it's not like SMT five comes out like a Friday, doesn't it? I thought it already came out, honestly. Was it Friday or was it today or something like that? I thought it was the, I thought it was this week. Some T5. Because I was debating if I wanted to get it. Comes out tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow, okay. Hmm. I mean, I already have a copy pre-ordered. I don't expect it to be as nuanced as Persona 5, but that's just SMT. And it looks quite good. Yeah, I mean the screenshots sound they look look pretty good and stuff like that. Um, from the little bit I have played of SMT three from the remaster, the Nocturne or whatever. Yeah, and I was just like, that was fun. I just didn't really get into it at the moment at, at that point, and so I was just like, eh, I'll come back to it. I'm sure I'll come back to it, or I'll play SMT five or whatever. Yeah, and then I'll go back and play that one. Considering I'm basically going backwards, I'm like, I don't even care about like new like new games anymore. It's like just like, all right, I'm gonna go play Persona 3. Break out the PS2, baby. <laughs> Gotta take care of that backlog sometime. Oh man. I haven't I haven't played P3 in like a week and a half now. I don't really remember what I was doing. I mean, obviously I know what I was doing, but at the same time it's like I don't really remember. Yeah. This is what, ha- this is what right. happens when I, when I was like, if I don't play a game for long enough, I'm just like, uh, but eh, then, nah, it's whatever. <sighs> uh, I feel like once Agnes, I feel like Agnes of SMT five is a dude. Yeah, you didn't know that, but I already jerked off to it. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> what, what What was it that I think? People were talking about how Atlas Ellis knows and stuff like that. There was like one a screenshot of like your you're talking to like one of the demons or whatever, negotiating with one of the demons, and he goes and like the demon goes, Oh, you're pretty cute and stuff like that. And then they goes and but then like the protagonist goes like, I'm a dude and stuff like that. And he goes and then they're like and he goes, Really? Well that's too that's upsetting and stuff like that. And and then they're like one of the options was like to lie and say you're no, I really am a girl, and I'm just like <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm into it. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh man, it's it's like they it's like they know. I I do wonder. Like I remember talking to Andre like 
a while back when they first showed off uh S and T five or whatever, or maybe it was like a, they put out a new trailer at the time, and we were talking, yeah. and we were, and he was like, he had that same thing. I was like, the new wait, the, the the protagonist is a boy, and I'm like, yeah, it's a dude and stuff like that. And he goes, so why does he have the long hair and stuff like that? Like that's that that's what he was like. He was like he was just like freak out he's like why does he have the long hair then and stuff like that what 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 why and and then i'm like and i was like i don't fucking know dude i haven't played the game and so i don't know i don't know i know about as much as you do <laughs> he was just up in arms about it he's just like it better be it better be plot driven and stuff like that like the longer hair that you have the more powerful of a demon thing you are or whatever the hell <laughs> he's like he was upset about it <laughs> I think it's the most upset I've seen Andre in a while. Oh. <laughs> when it comes down to just like uh just like stupid shit or whatever, like stuff like that. Not so much like life stuff, but like <laughs> yeah. Just like stupid game stuff. And he's just like usually he's just like, ah, oh, whatever, and stuff like that. And then it was he was like he was legitimately mad about it. <laughs> Well, this is a game that he was really looking forward to, too. We yeah. kind of all are, honestly. Yeah, I was like, it, like, yeah, I, I was just like, I, I like, I, I haven't played like any of the SMT games, but I was just like, it still looks fun, and I'd still like to play through it. So that'll happen at some yeah. point. Maybe it might happen happen after Persona Three, but <laughs> we'll we'll see. I gotta go one game at a time, otherwise I'm never finishing any of these games. <laughs> I will feel bad if I don't. The backlog continues to grow. Oh, it only gets bigger. It doesn't. It doesn't. It it it, it doesn't shrink. Anyways. Ah. Oh. Anyway, we were talking game awards before we just got off on that random ass tangent. I mean, there's no really nothing we can talk about in terms of that. The only thing, Actually, the only thing I want, the only thing I want to say is that apparently the apparently Jeff Keenzie said he's gonna it's going to feature forty or fifty different games in some way, whether that's like gameplay, trailer, whatever stuff like that. And so I'm like, that's a lot of games, and uh, and uh, last last year it reached eighty three million people when it was live streamed. And stuff like that. And I looked up last year's Super Bowl. That would be the 2020 Super Bowl. Last year's Super Bowl was 90... What did I say? 96.4 or something like that? Yeah. Million? And I'm like... For an award show, there was almost that as many people watching that than there was the Super Bowl. And I'm just like... Fuck. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay. I have a feeling that it's going to be an even bigger discrepancy this year. Mm. And if not, like next year, we're like next next year is balling out of control. Like, like we'll get. Well, I was like, we'll get to it in just a second here. But like, there's a lot of really good games coming out next year that I feel like people will be very interested in seeing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. So. There's. Before we get to that, there's the two things that I wanted to uh, talk about is have you seen Arcane yet? Arcane. That's the League of Legends TV show on Netflix. Oh, no, because I don't really care. 
Oh, okay. Well, apparently it's really good, and for a while it got people like, ah, this is awesome. I'm gonna go back and play League of Legends, and then they play, and then they played it, and it was like, oh yeah, this is League of Legends. I'm gonna watch the show instead. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one. It's 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 such a weird thing. It's just like I feel like a lot of people like the game of League. But then, like, yeah. then they then they go back and like they go back and play it, and they go, "This isn't what I remembered it being," and stuff like that. Or like, it's really toxic and stuff like that, and that's why I quit the game. <laughs> so it's it sucks that's that's like the thing, but like it's yeah, kind of true. It is. But we already had that discussion, though. Let's let's not do that again. Yeah. That is funny that you say that though. And, like a bunch of people yeah. that, like went to go watch the Netflix adaptation. I will say this: I, mean, I am glad that Riot's actually doing something with their, uh, their lore they created and stuff like that. They they like for especially like the original characters or like even mm-hmm. characters that were coming out in the early part of the game. They spent a good amount of time on the lore, only to do nothing with it. I, I mean, same. And apparently, the the show is fucking fantastic. I've n- I just haven't gotten around to it yet, but I've heard good things. Yeah, that requires me to actually pay for Netflix. <laughs> I I did I always do like I remember doing like a thirty day trial of Netflix when I was in, going to college or whatever because we weren't really gonna have cable in in our dorms or whatever. So I was just like, all right, well, I'll just try it and see how much I watch it and stuff like that because they had like the first month free or whatever. And yeah. I was just like I. I just play video games and watch YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that. I don't I don't watch TV or Netflix shows or whatever. I feel like a lot of people have Netflix subscriptions nowadays, but are just too lazy to cancel them for whatever reason. So whenever something comes out, it's like, oh, I haven't canceled yet anyway. Might as well. The, the other the other thing about that, I feel like, is because they're like not canceling and stuff like that or like. I feel like a lot of people just have it and then like they feel obligated to like and it's 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 one of those things about like this whole social media like world and stuff like that and like wanting to talk with friends and stuff and and stuff like that like squid, like squid games was like one of like the ones where I was like hey, dude have you seen squid games and stuff like that like and I go no what the, the fuck is squid games and stuff like that and they go oh it's on Netflix you better go go watch it man it's like the best shit ever and I'm like it really isn't uh, no because i don't care i want i don't have time and stuff like that between streaming and wanting to play all these games and stuff like that and now doing recordings and stuff like that and editing uh, even if i had it up in the background i wouldn't pay attention to it and it just like it'd just be stupid so i'm just like wasting like what is it like 15 bucks a month or something 10 15 bucks a month yeah it's I'm like just, 11 i think uh, just, no so I'm just like, I feel like people just want to relate to their friends and stuff like that. So they, they pay for Netflix. One of those things that everybody's doing just because everybody else is doing it. Yeah, and I'm just like, ugh. So it's just, it just feels so like... Unnecessary. I, I, yeah. Even it, to some, especially to someone that are that's in our position where we don't watch much TV or many, 
or well, we watch movies, but not a lot. But our like our main hobby is you know video games, and we just rather spend what little free time we do have, you know, playing video games. Yeah, and and the other thing, the other thing about it is just like, especially when it comes to like these like subscriptions of like watching a bunch of shit over and stuff like that, like. What is it? Genlock just uh just came out. Genlock season two just came out on HBO Max. And I mm-hmm. and I love that show. If you haven't watched Genlock, it's a really good show. Um, made by Rooster Teeth. And uh they weren't really able to scrounge up the money to get to like to make a season two, so they partnered with HBO Max so that they could. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like <laughs> I can't watch. I can't watch on Rooster Teeth and stuff like that. I was like, I pay for first membership and, and because I like watching their content. And the fact is, I can't watch that. Even being a first member kind of irritates me because now I'm just like not gonna watch the show until it's all out. But I want to support it while it is coming out because I do enjoy it. Yeah. Granted, I don't think there's going to be a season three if they had to go through these leaps and bounds. And like, unless it's like a smash hit on HBO Max, I don't think it'll be a big thing. But anyway, to my point is just like, there are so many like subscription services out there now. I'm just sitting going like, <sighs> like for like like what is it? there's like Hulu, there's HBO Max, and then like everyone's just like on the Survivor train and stuff like that. So. It's like you do Paramount Plus, and it's just like Disney God, it's Plus. it's been a and... while since I thought about fucking Survivor. Yeah, it's it's all I fucking hear about anymore. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I mean, the new Survivor season's out, so everyone's freaking out about it. And it's just like, it's it's shit. It's shit. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll watch it when Evan joins the cast. Not until then, though. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm just like, uh, okay, what? I'm just like, whatever. I was like, I don't, I don't care to watch all these different shows and stuff like that. I was like, I feel like though, like you're just gonna, uh, if you if you subscribe to all those ones, one, you don't watch enough in them to make them worth it and stuff like that, and you're wasting yeah. so much money, just so much. It's like that's why I was like, I'll wait for Genlock season two to be done with like to to be done and over and stuff like that. And then I'll pay for one month of HBO max and just watch it. And then I'll probably, I'll probably cancel that subscription (laughs) because I won't use HBO max prior to that. (laughs) It's like, there's just not, there's just nothing on there that I want to watch. God, don't you just love living in the modern age? Funny enough, yeah. though, is if you if you subscribe to all of these like different services and stuff like that, it's probably still less than cable. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's it's fucking wild. Ah, <sighs> like- I, I always, oh, I, I always, cr- I always cringe whenever I get my my internet bill, and they were like, you know, you can save money if you bundled with fucking fucking cable and shit and it's like yeah i'd never use the cable and i just end up spending more each month yeah you always like you you always get those like things like oh yeah save by bundling with with uh cable and uh telephone and stuff like that and i'm like no well even if it was like uh, if it was phone i'd maybe consider doing that because 
I'm actually perfectly okay with the idea of switching plans, but it's like, well, no, we can do either internet and TV or internet, TV and phone, but we can't do internet and phone. It has to be one of those two. It's like, yeah, why? I, well, and the thing about it I always see is like when you say say phone, it's like a landline phone, not like a cell phone plan or whatever. Okay. So I'm just like, do people have landlines anymore? I feel like I feel like that's kind of like a, something that an older generation has, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like most of the people just, you want to call me? Call me on my cell and stuff like that. But it's crazy and stuff like that and then uh, then i look at like especially then i look at like game like games and stuff like that you look on the like you look at the xbox game pass or whatever and i'm just mm-hmm. like yeah there's some good stuff with it and stuff and and but i'm just like i wouldn't play enough games to feel like it's even worth like the 15 a month or whatever 10 15 a month that's fair that's why i'm just like i'd rather just buy a game that i enjoy stuff like that and so well here's how i rationalize getting game pass like for me it's like i uh, i sit down and i think to myself like how many how many games from the xbox ecosystem am i going or i guess ea also ea ecosystem i guess would i Am I going to buy this year? Because as long as it's more than like two or three, it's it's kind of worth it at, at that point. And I'm thinking like, well, like Forza's coming out this year. I was I'm I'm obviously gonna buy that. Like Infinite's coming out this year. I was obviously Xbox Apple. What are you doing? Stop fighting me, bro! Don't fight. Stop resisting. Like, I'm obviously going to get Infinite when that comes out, and I mean, I'm buying that game physically too, so I guess that doesn't count as much. But, it's like, I I weigh how much I would spend on each of the games that I know is coming to Game Pass, and and just seeing, like, if I would spend less or more money just buying the games outright, or just paying for the Game Pass subscription. And granted, for a lot of the games that I really enjoy or care about, I usually end up just buying the physical copy if there is one anyway. But that's fair. I don't know. No, it's like that's that's solid. I I just I'm just old school, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, well, no. There's quite a few people that. God damn it! The Xbox app does not want to behave today woke (laughs) up and chose violence what are you doing no don't Uh, choose violence i i don't know like it (laughs) it sounds sounds it's a hard thing to just it's a hard thing to describe and i feel like we already talked about this on the podcast once yeah we're starting to get to the point where we're just like Re, 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 uh, reusing our uh, old conversations. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to avoid that. So, yeah, uh, let's just let it, it basically breaks down the different strokes for different folks, I guess. Good point. I'm a little. 
Uh, the one thing that does concern me is what if Microsoft doesn't want to keep eating the cost for this service like forever? Like, what are they going to just shut it down one day or whatever? That kind of worries me. At the same time, it's Microsoft and they're clearly very invested in this. So at least yeah. for the time being, I'm, I'm trusting them. I mean, it was Game Pass that really kind of brought the Xbox back from like the Xbox one basically back from the brink. Well, I wouldn't say the brink, but it was just like, it, it was, it was, no, all, it was all brink. good. It was all good moves. You would say it's it brink. Was, yeah. I, I, I would near the, I would say middle of the Xbox one generation. Actually things got, things got pretty desperate. It, it was not going well at all because I don't remember who was heading the Xbox division. After, like before Phil Spencer, but he just fucked everything up to such a staggeringly awful degree. And it took quite a bit to kind of build up Xbox's reputation again, because pretty much all throughout the PS4 generation, PlayStation was fucking killing it. It was just mm. great game after great game after great game. And while what was coming out under Xbox was good, like... We got Halo 5, we got Forza Horizon 4, uh, Forza Motorsport 7 was great, Gears of War 5 is, I think, the highest rated one in the series, actually. So, there was some good stuff, but it was very few and very far between, and it pushed a lot of customers away. And I think not until, like, actually pretty recently, have we seen Xbox kind of making like their version of uh, redemption arc not just through game pass but obviously they have a lot more um acquisitions they have a lot more studios and they're bringing like games out more frequently and quite a few of them look good do you remember when microsoft tried to raise the price of my of xbox live yeah i'm very glad that they didn't boy that was a ton of backlash i remember on that one yeah, like they like they they almost potentially fucked up like 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 you said years of like recuperating and stuff like that of like of of really good PR. Yeah, in like one I... fell swoop, it's pretty wild. Just like if you go back to the Xbox One reveal, like I I need to know what his name is now. Who headed Xbox before Phil Spencer? Hmm. God, I guess it was like it just feels like so long ago since that happened. I'm just like I don't even remember. Jason Holtman. I watched a video on it recently. Hmm. Uh, sorry. Um, and it was showing clips from like that first reveal. Something I didn't even catch was like it. The guy's name is Jason Holtman, by the way. He was doing an in, an interview and he was asked like, well, what if like players want to do offline stuff if this is going to be an always online thing? And it's like, oh, yeah, well, we already have an offline machine. It's called the Xbox 360. If you don't have online, you can buy that. Otherwise, you can you should upgrade to the Xbox one. And I was just like. That's my guy. That's not you should marketing. know. No, you should have known that you're just ah. Uh, you just asking it was, for uh, it. 
it was all wrong. It was all like media features and it was trying to be like this multimedia, like TV, movie and gaming box. But they were just yeah. all going in on like the sports and the and the TV shit. And they really, really wanted to sell this always online idea. And yeah. it was just. Yeah, so I remember bad. That. I re- it's just it's it's why like I remember seeing like uh the, the you know the meme of when the Xbox One was being announced of like the it was like it's all about TV 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 at like uh, at E3 a gaming convention they're talking about TV TV sports TV 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 and I'm just like get to the games already <laughs> please they had, no- they had nothing either that was the big thing like they started investing so much more in stuff that wasn't video games. And it really took that push from like people like Phil Spencer in order to get Xbox investing in like games and game studios again. Like I really wish he would have just been around for like the beginning of the Xbox One generation. Could you could you imagine how different that would be if he was? Oh, it would have uh, like this huge gap between the two like consoles right now, I I would be willing to bet it wouldn't even exist. It existed if he had just been around the entire time. Absolutely, because one of uh, something that I could easily see like Phil Spencer not doing is letting Bungie go. That was one of their the biggest mistakes that Xbox has ever made. It's like obviously they didn't want to make Halo anymore, but if they were dedicated to making a studio to make Halo anyway. Bungie is a legendary studio that, at least at the time, had has legions of fans that are going to buy basically anything they put out. Why would you not just like say, okay, yeah, we'll have someone else make Halo, and you and we'll we'll fund your next game, so you guys don't have to go work under Activision, and you can obviously at that point do whatever you want. The fact that that didn't happen was. Such a huge missed opportunity because even now, like Destiny 2 with all the current controversies, it's an incredibly popular game. So, uh, so, so many people are playing just like the multiplayer or doing like raids and shit. Like, fact is, know, there's man. still it, like races to like world's first when raids come out and stuff like that. Like, and it, it sparked viewership in like Destiny 2 by a lot. Yeah, it's. Just looking at all the missed opportunities and how much better the Xbox brand could have been if they had focused on what essentially they were doing already well already, instead of doubling down on that stupid Connect gimmick and trying to move to like TV and shit. Mm. It's just a bunch of mistakes that didn't like start getting corrected until around 2015. I mean, that's why they called it the Xbox One is that it wanted to be the all in one encompassing thing and stuff like that. I feel like they tried to pull like an Apple move. Like, yeah, you know, you you know what I mean by that, right? It's just like they did. They did. Yeah. Where it was like it was just like they tried something that probably like now is like a thing. Like, you know, you look at like Alexis and stuff like that. They're like they're they're like the all in one encompassing thing or something like that or and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, ton of people's homes now yeah and it was like if and, th- and that was like what the xbox one was trying to be with entertainment 
but like years before it was like trying to be a thing. So they were trying to innovate, but like, but they were trying to do it in a time where it was like, like it wasn't, it wasn't about like TV and stuff like that. It was games. That's what this, like I said, they did it during E3. <laughs> That's what people are going to buy an Xbox for. And I don't know. It all, it all comes back, also back to like, uh, what was it when, was it like the heads of there was a couple heads of like uh sony that was talking about like the the release of like the ps2 and stuff like that and like they were talking they were there it was they, they, they remember the conversation that they were had a while ago and we may have talked about it on this podcast but mm-hmm. it, they they talked about how like the importance of of adding a dvd player into or like having like the having like the playstation be able to play dvds was actually like a huge thing about playstation 2s that yeah help bring them into uh you know living rooms and stuff like that and i was just like it's it's one of those the moves that especially as a kid you'd be like oh i play dvds cool whatever fine but it's like to a parent especially like buying it for a kid and stuff like that they're like oh yeah i could use this as a dvd player and stuff like that and it's like wouldn't have to buy a dvd and stuff like that it's like it's one of those like small moves that you don't really think about but actually probably made a huge, huge impact on, on the sales of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's it would have been a bad thing, but like going back to the release of the uh, like Xbox One, if they wanted to announce all these features like TV and stuff, fine. But like announce some games. Eventually yeah. just get to the games, right? Like that's what everyone was hoping for. It's like, that's all right. What, Here's your gimmick of TV. Oh, connect. That's the kind of fucking weird and stuff like that. But it's like, all right, but the, the games, dude, the game's got to be going to be kick ass and stuff like that. And then they're like, and then they're like, all right, that's the Xbox one. And we're like, wait, where were the games? Wait, wait, games. Hey guys, games, E3, it's games. <laughs> oh, but yeah, they just didn't do that. And it really hurt. So Yeah. That's why I was I like, they've probably- definitely learned. They've definitely learned from uh, from the from the Xbox Series X and stuff like that. And like you were yeah. saying, with like especially with Phil Spencer being still still the head of uh, Xbox, so he's got a pretty good idea that hey, Xbox is games and stuff like that. <laughs> so, oh man, that was a weird tangent to go. I mean, it's always it's always interesting, and I was like, I'm I'm sure we've already talked about it, but like it's. It's always it's always interesting. It's like one yeah. of, one of the one of the most fascinating things. There's like you you probably know about this. Is like I'm a history I'm a history guy and stuff like that. I like I like history and stuff like that. So it's it's always going to be interesting that like you look at history now, and then you'll probably look at history in like five ten years and stuff like that. Is like at some point, video game history will be taught. I feel like in, in history books and stuff like that, because it'll be go- It's becoming such mainstream, right? Yeah. So it, like- it, it'd be interesting to see where they start. Do they go back to like, you know, the, like what was the seventies with like the, the pong machine, Atari's and whatnot and stuff like that and work their way up. But it's like tennis for two stuff like that. Yeah. Tennis for two, like the original video games. I feel like things will start there. But it's like, how far do they go at that point? Do we go up to the Xbox One PS4 generation or? I don't know. I guess it's. I mean, I would say yes, because that was like 
around the time like the expo like the end of the well, I wouldn't even say the end, but it was like midway through like the PS4 and the X and the Xbox One's lifespan or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it was like I would say like when the Switch kind of made its scene and stuff like that. Like that was kind of like when people really started to like getting into gaming and stuff like that. It was became like a mainstream thing, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't really considered nerd nerdy anymore. It was just it was just a thing, it's, thing that people did. Yeah, it's just things that people do and stuff like that. It's like, it's not even looked at as being weird or you're like a basement dweller or anything like that. It's just like, it's just what people do. <laughs> stuff like that. So I, it's, it's always, it's always just fat. It's always just fascinating to me of like, what will, what will it look at and stuff like that. And I'm like, hmm. like time will tell, I guess. But, I, I would I would say I was like especially when it comes back you know look at like the console lifespan and stuff like that and like yeah the Xbox One did this thing and stuff like that and like you can clearly see like especially like with Xbox like they've learned from the past mistakes and stuff like that and like they're learning and yeah. they're and they continue to learn from past mistakes is like started with one didn't go great then get the game pass you get the game pass and stuff like that start investing more into games and and. And stuff like that. Phil Spencer obviously took over for that, and they've slowly re- they've slowly rebounded and stuff like that to the point where the Xbox Series X comes out, and obviously they've made moves prior to the Series X coming out with like Bethesda and and our and what was it Arcane was or no was it no it wasn't Arcane what was the was the uh, Double Fine? Well, there was also Double Fine. I mean, there's there's been a ton of studios we could probably point out to. What was like the yeah. Was it the one that was like, uh, oh god, makes like it makes like fantasy games similar to like uh, Skyrim or whatever. Obsidian. Obsidian. That's what it was. Yeah, that everyone was just like, oh yeah, like they're getting serious now and stuff like that. Like, I mean, do you want me to just list them off? I have them all in front of me. You don't need all of them. I was just doing a few examples I knew off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, I mean, if there's anything that's like you feel like is really important that I have missed so far, go for it. I mean, I mean, the big ones are obviously like Bethesda, uh, Obsidian, Playground. Well, no, Xbox made Playground. Um, Ninja Theory, Mojang, Rare. God, yeah, that's right, Mojang, because that was to buy Minecraft. Are they uh, are they ever going to make like a Minecraft 2 or something? I mean, don't they make like Minecraft Dungeons and that people are kind of considered that is like. My, I mean, yeah, Minecraft but that's 2. Minecraft Dungeon. <laughs> I know, but like people will kind of look at it as like Minecraft Two or whatever. I suppose so. Just wonder what they're doing nowadays. I'm probably just working on whatever the, whatever update they're going to be working on for Minecraft oh, next. Minecraft. I it's really what it is. Like it's a studio that basically just makes Minecraft. Like that was what I looked at Riot Games for a while. Is like like and everyone always laughed about oh Riot Games <laughs> like you're gonna make another game and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, then they did, and then we we're like, well shit, now we can't use that joke anymore. But anyway, like the point was I mean, that like like they're like oh yeah, League of Legends like that's all they that's all they're gonna care about. Like they're constantly making new champions, they're constantly updating the game and stuff like that. Like they they're not gonna make another game. Well, then they grew so big that they were like, yeah, we could totally spend like all these people working on another game. You know, one of the like most populated studios in the industry right now is 343. I think they're ever going to make a game that's not Halo. 
I, I could see, like, obviously they still want to keep doing, like, Halo stuff, but maybe have part of the team do Halo and the other two could make something new? Like, they discussed this on, like, uh, Jeff Grubb's podcast. Uh, I think he calls it Grub Snacks, but... Grub Snacks, that's a good one. It's awesome, but... Are they ever going to work on something that isn't the Halo franchise? Or is another developer ever going to get their hands, get get the opportunity to make a Halo title? At this point, I, I just don't know. It, it, honestly, it might depend on how Infinite goes. <laughs> like, if, if Infinite's good and stuff like that, I think it stays for 343. If it's like, maybe could have been better and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, I could see another yeah. one coming in. I don't ever see... Like, a lot of people, like, have said, like, if Halo Infinite isn't good, like, this is the end of the franchise. I don't see that happening. It's like, I don't think Halo's going away anytime soon. Like, maybe a change in, like, a change in developer, maybe. But that's, it's just one of those franchises. It's like if Nintendo stopped making Legend of Zelda games. It's like like, Mario games. It's just like you're you're basically like losing your identity of like of like what made you, yeah, like so popular, so big. It's like, yeah, it was like, and it's it's like I it was always growing up. I was like, I always remember it's just like whenever one of my like my buddy who had the Xbox would always just like invite me over and stuff like that and like play Halo, and I'm just like, oh yeah, it's that Microsoft game or whatever, and it's like that was like. That was the that was the game. Like I was like I was like that was Microsoft made that one. Yeah, Stuff like that. Like that was that was the Microsoft game. That was the Xbox game. You know, it's, yeah, it's just like it's not gonna happen. I'm like death of it. No, maybe a little bit longer before we see another game. Probably, but well, we already know it's gonna be ten years after Infinite before we find and see another one. It, that's like a full console generation though that's crazy it's like a full console generation and another and a little bit more though I do want to gloat about something something did release for infinite where it was kind of like a selection screen of like um, you know forge co-op uh, multiplayer and instead of campaign it had the word campaigns on there oh it, implying that there might be more than one. I mean, that was kind of the thought. That was kind of like the thought I had when they announced that it was like going to be like a 10 year long like game or whatever that they're just going to update or whatever. Yeah. It's like, I kind of looked at it as like, cause like whenever like destiny like announces like a new DLC packet, whatever, it's kind of like its own story in and of itself. It's only, it's, it's its own campaign. It's not, not be the biggest campaign or whatever, but it's like, it's still got a story and it's still got like parts that adds on to the world and stuff like that. So I'm like, yes, it adds new content, but it also adds to the story that is that game. So I could see Halo doing something similar. Yeah. Or they, or do you think they could break it into like chapters in a way and stuff like that? Like, like when the game releases, they'll have like chapter one out there and stuff like that, like a uh, campaign one. 
I think that's what they're doing for the multiplayer, honestly. Like, each season, it's going to have, like, a new theme, and it's going to have its own story in a way. At least that's how it was explained to me. So they're kind of doing, like, a, similar to, like, kind of what For Honor did, where it was, like, every new hero was basically, like, adding to the lore and stuff like that. And it was kind of, like, it, it wasn't much, but it still had it and stuff like that. There was, like, new heroes being announced. They were, like, how do they fit and stuff like that into the order or whatever. Yeah. A lot of people are thinking, and I have the kind of same mindset where, like, eventually, like, every every like year and a half, two years, we're going to see something like an ODST-esque expansion where it's just its own little contained side story that kind of adds on to the world of Halo. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of fun. I'm not sure if that's what they're doing, but... Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what it, what Halo has in store, has in store, whether it's like stuff like that. And it's like I feel like that's also kind of what like Marvel Avengers wanted to do, but like just didn't do it well. So just yeah. so just throwing just throwing that out there. Like I, again, we're just rehashing what we had last week, but it's just like I feel like that's what they intended they wanted to do, but then just didn't do it well. No. The problem was like the end game like grind just felt so out of place. And I think the big thing is that they just people didn't expect that game to be a live service and it was very very jarring in that way. Yeah. It's like you could have just been story driven and been like twenty hours longer or whatever and it probably would have been better. And if they wanted to do like a continuous service thing and just like every like a couple of months bring out like Hawkeye story, now Black Panther story, and now we're getting Spider-Man story. Spider-Man. Dude, speaking of Spider-Man, did you see the, the poster that they put out for No Way Home? I did. It showed off uh, Green Goblin. I, I, in the fucking... Yeah, I had him in like the background or whatever, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And People are thinking there's there's probably gonna be like one more trailer for that movie, and it'll probably be like the best of like the best that they that they have. And I'm just like, uh, look, I enjoy Spider Man as much as the next person, but like if you're expect going and expecting far too much, it's gonna end up like Spider Man three all over again. It's the curse of the three for Spider Man. <laughs> that has that has me kind of worried. There it. Like Tom Holland is talking about, like it's the most like am- one of the most ambitious MCU movies of all times, and it and it's like, oh man, you're really, really doing yourself in right now. Which is yeah, really it, it, honestly though, if that movie isn't as good as we as everyone hopes it will be and stuff like that, or just isn't good, like. It seems like it's a pivotal point in the MCU because it's the first time that the that the meta, that the multiverse is being messed with. Yeah. And it's just like and it's going to have a bunch of backlash from the sound of it. Just like the way Doctor we, Strange kind of just like says like look, we fucked with the multiverse. We fucked up. Like straight up we fucked up. Have you seen um Eternals? No. I heard Shang-Chi was good, but Eternals was trash. Really? Like I've heard nothing good about the Eternals movie. 
I haven't heard anything from it. So, and usually when I hear nothing, it means that it probably wasn't very good. But I also am only at the theater like once or twice a week. So, I don't really hear about so, movies prior before that. The villains that seem to be teased in this poster now that I get a good look at it are Dr. Octopus. Obviously, you see Green Goblin in the background. It looks like they're also going to try and put Electro and Sandman in there, mm-hmm. which are. I don't know, man. That's one more villain than Spider-Man Three. Oh man, how it's always it, it. What was it? I was talking to Evan because we were like watching the My Hero movie in uh at the at the theater. Oh, and, how uh, was that? Oh, it's so really good. It's it. so good, dude. Like, I'm not gonna spoil it or anything like that, but like, mm-hmm. you know, like the the fight that All Might has with the Nomu in the first season. Yeah. Okay, think about that, but then think about that with Midoriya and uh, and uh, the enemy, uh, the bad guy in this one, and that and that's what and that's what the that's like the the pinnacle Dang, of the movie. Dude. That's the pinnacle of the movie, and I'm just like, oh, okay, <laughs> but yeah. So I was like, yeah, we were we were watching that movie, fantastic movie by the way. But go watch it. Um, but uh, and, and we we're just like, and we're walking out and going like. And he goes, yeah, everyone wants the Sinister Six, but then they realize that's having six villains and stuff like that, and people can't seem to handle more than three. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, he's right. I mean, you're right. It's like every time there's like a movie that has like more than three villains, everyone just like loses their shit, and then it's just like... Uh, okay, now. <laughs> let's, let's imagine this No Way Home trailer. And mm-hmm. you know how just to like hype people up that much more they throw something in like super crazy right at the end miles morales comes in well i was gonna say toby Maguire and andrew garfield but that too i i honestly think like i i do think like like miles will end up being a part of the mcu at some point i think so too i kind of hope he's not in this movie though same i i feel like they're already trying to do a lot with this already introducing miles into all that is just going to be too 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 fucking much it's too much i could maybe see them doing something like he comes in at like a post credit scene from like another multiverse or whatever yeah i'm not sure i i just do not know how i would feel about like him being an integral part of the story when they're already juggling all these different villains from different universes too. Like, yeah, we already know the doc Ock is from the Tobey Maguire universe and stuff like that. It's like bringing in electro from the amazing Spider-Man movies. Apparently is, uh, is, is green goblins. Do we know if the green goblin is the one from Tobey Maguire's as well, or is it like a different green goblin or do we not know yet? Let's take a look. That's like, Tobey Maguire's. It is Tobey Maguire's. Do we know yeah. if it's still the same? What? Why was I, dude? I always forget his name. Uh, the guy who played Green Goblin. Um, what's his name? Oh fucking, god, fucking, I, I forget it every time, dude. I'm just gonna look up Green Goblin. He's gonna show up right oh, away. Absolutely, it'll be the first thing and stuff like that. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. I every it like it's such a it's such a like unique name that I was like I should get it at some point, but I that don't. was it, that was his laugh in the trailer, so I have to imagine it's him in that movie. Yeah, I'd have to imagine, but I'm just like, so you're having like 
is Sandman also from the Tobey Maguire one as well then? Yep. I He's never been in another movie, so unless they're introducing a new Sandman, which please, he, God, don't. Well, I okay, but here's the here's the thing. Like, I understand that people don't want like new here, like the old, like obviously they're like, they're like, oh yeah, look, all the old villains are back and stuff like that from other Spider-Mans. Yeah. But I also would like kind of like just like show a villain that we haven't seen, and like you could just say he's from like a different universe or whatever and stuff like that. You could have like, uh, well, who did it? Like Scorpion or Rhino? Like we've already seen plenty of them. Like, let's do what kind of? How about Big Wheel? What? That big wheel in it. No, that sounds dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> All right, fine. You don't that have to put vulture, big wheel. Uh, there how about vulture? We just like... did Mysterio. Well, you they could, could do like Craven. A... Oh, that's true. They have that's not that. done Craven yet. Isn't the Morbius movie also supposed to be coming out somewhat soon? Did, wasn't there a new trailer for that? Yeah, I just haven't watched it because I don't care. <laughs> Ooh, Black Cat. They yeah. haven't done wait wait did have they done Black Cat? I think they did well, Black Cat and Amazing Spider Man. I hate life. Okay, well, no, um, no, they didn't because well, it wasn't Gwen supposed Gwen Stacy supposed to be Black Cat, isn't it? Isn't she? Yeah. But then oh, she, they she, were gonna do. But she dies in Amazing Spider Man too. Yeah, uh, th- that must have been referring to Amazing Spider Man three then, where she was gonna get brought back to life by a potion from yeah, Peter. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And then become. Um, Black Cat because through that, yeah, like 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 we said, I'm like it's probably better that the movie wasn't made. Yeah, <laughs> like aside from like, crave like, we've seen all of the Spider-Man villains pretty much already. Uh, weirdly enough, like I guess we've never seen like, well, we've seen Rhino in a movie. We've never seen Scorpion. So the <laughs> having a Spider-Man movie where. Scorpion is the bad guy would seem a little anticlimactic since I'm assuming this is going to be his last movie. Tom Holland's last Spider-Man. movie. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm just like, oh, so I feel like I feel like if they want to continue making Spider-Man, which if 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 indeed this is Tom Holland's last like thing, like last thing as Spider-Man, it's like, I oh, feel yeah, like bring in Miles Morales, bring in Miles. No brainer. So no, I can easily see them doing that. I'm not I'm not arguing yeah at all. I just think if they're going to try juggling him in along with all the other shit that they clearly want to do, it's it'll just get kind of messy at that point. Mm. Because like they can't just like throw Miles uh, Miles in and then not explain it. They're going to have to have some sort of lead into that, right? What what if what if this like would would you be opposed to to this? What if there's like a part where like Doc Ock and Green Goblin and Sandman and, and stuff like that are all like just beaten up on on Tom Holland and stuff like that. They're like beating his ass and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, like, like he'll like sit. And I know this is You're like talking like Miles something. And like what? Miles just like you'll see Miles come in and stuff like that and just save Peter. And I'm just like, as no, like an introduction. Honest, you don't you don't you don't what do you want like that? that? I, I I only say that because I that would make no sense. It would be super cool, but it would come out of absolutely nowhere. Hmm. I think it'd be a cool scene, but to just introduce Miles out of the blue in that way, it would just feel so unearned. It, it would be crazy. 
So if if so, you're saying think, just like do it as an end scene credit. That, that that's how you'd want to do. That's how you'd want to introduce Miles. I mean, if they want to introduce him in this movie, they could do something like that. But there would have to be some sort of lead up into it. Like even if they want to show him like for like a half hour as like a standalone Spider-Man, do a little quick little recap where they where they talk about his life and could, how could you, he's could you do like a like a traveling recap? through the multiverse now yeah could you like could you like do like a little recap like they do like into the spider-verse and stuff was like stuff like that like you know how they every time they introduce like a new spider person or whatever they always have like hey i'm peter parker and stuff like that and here's how like my story yeah something like that if something like that were to happen so i think if like your scenario were to come about I think what I would want uh, want to actually have happen is like have the movie maybe start out with uh, just like my uh, just like Miles Morales and or like mid movie it shows like his life leading up until this like big like multiverse tear and then he goes to investigate it. You don't need to do his full backstory. Not anyway. They didn't do Peters in the MCU either. True, but just. Do something so the audience can know this is Miles Morales. Give us a chance to get used to him and then throw him in the fight with Peter. And so we at least know, like, how he knows Peter is in trouble and how he got into this big, like, multiverse fight to begin with. Hmm. Something like that is what I'm thinking. Hmm. Okay. I agree with that. You know... You know the thing is like the biggest thing that I ne- that I didn't want to come out of like the for the as like the next Spider Man movie when they when yeah. uh, what was it uh, Far From Home came out was that like so yeah, obviously at the end of Far From Home they revealed Peter Parker's identity he's Spider Man and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then I was just like okay well now that they did this please don't have the next movie just be like okay now we're gonna make everyone forget about Peter and stuff like that. Or like, we're going to try and figure out a way to get it. So everyone doesn't realize that he's Spider-Man and stuff like that. And that's literally the plot line they're going for. Yeah. And so I was just like, come on, man. Like, I get it's a way to get into the whole multiverse thing. And that's that's what it's for. I I know that's what it's for, but it's like, I also feel like they could have done that with multiverse of madness with uh, Dr. Strange, but yeah, I still have a feeling that, um, I part of me thinks my uh, like miles is going to be in this movie. I know he is to some capacity. I just don't know how much that is going to be. And I obviously don't know yet, but part of me does think that in some way we are going to see the other two Spider-Men in this movie. And the only reason I say that is because there'd be so much fanfare for that. Mm. There's, I don't know. Uh, especially when you consider like they're bringing back all these different villains from different movies and using like the same actors for them. It's like you're going to bring back the villains, but you're not bringing back the protagonists. Well, and the, and the thing know. and the thing about that is, is like that is also another way you could introduce Miles. It's like he comes in with these other spider people like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and stuff like that. And they all team up to like, beat up all of, like the the villains or whatever they all have like one-on-one fights you know it'd be fucking sick now that i think about it what if 
like uh, d- just stay with me here they uh, there's obviously this like this big multiverse break what if like doctor strange and 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 like fucking mcu peter parker is like okay we uh, we're going up against too big of a threat right now we need hit we need help from other spider-men and then they go pick up fucking Tobey Maguire, uh, Andrew Garfield, and then they go for Miles Morales. And then, and then the whole movie plays out. Obviously, at the and all, and at the end, other two Spider Men, something, something, something. Miles Morales is the new Spider Man. Eh, I could see that. I don't know. I thought it was a cool idea. Eh, no, I, I, it's I was, just like I could, I could see I that. Of, That'd be pretty cool. I kind of stumbled over my words there a lot, though. I also hope that, like, during the time that they're kind of jumping between or like uh, universes or whatever, like picking up all these spider mm-hmm. people, that they pick up some like spider people that we haven't seen yet, like kind of like like some of the spider people the we saw in like uh yeah, I was thinking oh, like Peter Parker. Please pick up the pig. Pick, pick up Peter Parker and uh, Spider Man Noir. <laughs> yeah, wait, what's the uh, punk rock Spider Man? We need him. Uh, punk rock Spider Man. That's another black Spider-Man, even bo- right. even before Miles Morales. Do a uh, Spider-Man, uh, what, Over- is it, what is it, 20, 2040, or what's like the futuristic Spider-Man or whatever that you see at the end of uh, uh, Spider-Verse? Oh, 2099, if 2099. they do that, it would be so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, technically the very first uh, black Spider-Man, Hobart Brown, uh, from a universe where where people are listening to boring music and he saves the world with the power of rock and roll. <laughs> he's so fucking cool he needs his own movie do you, hey do you oh, know do you know who needs so his own cool. do you know do you know who needs his own uh his own uh, movie who the smashing sportsman the... we talked about it last smashing... week what no we the smashing sportsman yeah didn't we i i thought i brought it up. i feel like we who ugh, the fuck is this? It's like D, it's like a DC like villain slash hero, whatever that appeared in one issue. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. I know it's, he's the most he's the most up up kept secret by DC ever. And they would give him his own movie. Why? Yes, because it'd be a meme. Listen. <laughs> DC's not doing great, okay? They can't they can't afford to be making bullshit like that. What do you mean? They made they, nope. they had in, in the movie Shazam, they had him flossing. Did they actually? Yes. Okay, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> no, make a booster gold movie. We need that. DC, you would have your own own fucking fucking Deadpool. You can make that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Hey. <laughs> Just saying. DC Deadpool. Uh, what? Just saying. Smashing Sportsman. <laughs> I swear to I swear oh, to God, we gosh. talked about this last week. I swear to God. Either I that or I, I'm, I'm, we didn't. I'm having like a fever dream or something like that. Then. I promise you, we didn't. <laughs> we've we've never mentioned this thing to me ever before. <laughs> I will I will find it and I will send it to you. I swear <laughs> to God, it exists. Fair enough. <laughs> Oh yeah. 
Oh. But yeah, for as much as I gripe about like the you know, spite like, and I and, and I understand that probably like the the moral of the story is like just be like you and stuff like that. Don't hide things about you and stuff like that. Like I I think the whole thing about it is like Peter's trying to be lead his two lives again, where he wants where he can be Spider Man, but also like be Peter and stuff like that. But then he realizes that keeping secrets is not the best move and stuff like that because he's like you know like in the trailer you see him like he's like oh yeah what about like net 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 you know and stuff like that about like how me being spider-man and what about what about mj and stuff like that like what about and, and, yeah. then, and then obviously that causes dr strange to fuck up the spell and and like and i guarantee like the whole story will be just be like i i'm just i'm just spider-man in that and i have to accept that it i can't lead two lives anymore and stuff like that like i might not always like that people know i'm spider-man but it's just just my life <laughs> some i don't know they'll, they'll be they'll find some bigger meaning or something like that but it's just like yeah or just be i don't know yeah they'll find some bigger meaning but i was like i feel like that's the whole point of it but i'm just still just kind of like do you really have to do like that whole storyline again i'm like i feel like you could have done a little differently this is like <sighs> That's going to be like the third or fourth time they've done that in a Spider-Man movie. If they do, if that's do, if that is what they want to do. What? Reveal his identity? Uh, uh, the whole be it being like, you don't need to be someone else. You need to be your best version of Spider-Man, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's, it's just, it's such a different thing. It's just like, you look at it like, um, like in when Into the Spider Verse came out and stuff like that. It was like the whole thing about like that movie was like it was like anyone could be Spider Man. Like they talk about how like what was it even even during like MJ's like uh, 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 eulogy, um, yeah, and stuff like that. She talks about how like you know Peter always told me as like you know anyone could have been Spider Man. I was just the guy who got bit and stuff like that. And then at the end, that like Miles is just like, oh yeah. I'm Spider-Man, but I'm not the only one. Anyone can be Spider-Man and stuff like that. And I was just like, the idea that anyone could just be a superhero. And I'm like, I feel they nailed it all in like an hour and a half. And I'm just like, that was good. I mean, that's that's always what been one of the big appeals to Spider-Man, like the everyman mentality. And that's why the amazing Spider-Man 2 sucks major dick. By, by having it be, oh, yeah, being Spider-Man was Peter's destiny and only Peter could have been Spider-Man. It's like. Why? Why Why would you do this? Why would you do such a thing? <laughs> yeah. That movie sucks. Don't watch it. I'll be honest with you, though. Other than that, I didn't mind it. I will say that. The face and the silence tells you everything you need to know about how you felt about that comment. Yep. <laughs> I. It, it, I mean, what? I suppose it's better than Cole saying Spider-Man Three is the best one. <laughs> the the greatest movie of all time, not just the best Spider-Man, the greatest movie of all time. Oh. <laughs> Called way better than Lord of the Rings. Way better than Star Wars. Way better than than like everything else ever, other than Dougal. Apparently, Dougal is just way better than that. Then, 
he's a weird guy. Oh man. Every time you guys remind me of Dougal, I immediately just think, I really wish I wasn't reminded of Dougal. <laughs> That's the one movie I don't need to be reminded of ever. What are you talking about? Dougal. It's so bad. It's Dougal. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I I remember because it, I think it was during a D&D session that he brought it up. It, it's like we're willing to watch uh, what's it called over the top twice in one night, but we're unable to watch the first 20 minutes of Dougal <laughs> to tell you all that you need to know about that movie. Uh, you got to get Sylvester. You got to get very sweaty Sylvester Stallone. That movie was so good, though. <laughs> Over the top, so good. Oh, I remember. I remember watching it on like uh, on TV or whatever. I remember just flipping through TV as a kid and like seeing it and stuff like that. And I went, "What is this movie? This is a movie about arm wrestling." Fuck yeah, dude! And I and I sat there watching it. I remember my dad walked in and go like, "What are you watching?" So like, and it was like a scene where Sylvester Stallone is like, just like arm wrestling and stuff like that. He's like shirtless and everything like that, and just like, and he goes, "Oh yeah, it looks like it looks real manly and stuff like that." And he sits down and watches it with me like halfway through the movie, and I'm just like, what? "Dude, that was a magical story that you just told." <laughs> He usually he usually expects when he walked, especially as a kid, when he when he walked into a room, he was like initially to turn around, walk out, and realize and not ask questions and stuff yeah. like that. Because usually I'd be like playing a game or something like that, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, there's like this like uh like uh I don't know like a rat thing on the thing because it was like playing Ratchet and Clank or whatever." And he goes, "I really hope it doesn't turn into a furry." <laughs> And then he just walks out. <sighs> Does he? Did he just like yell into the hallway? It's like, honey, our kid's playing the rat game again. I hope he doesn't turn into well, a furry. Okay, I will say okay, this: so the first time. Okay, the first time my dad watched me play or like saw me playing Ratchet and Clank was Ratchet and Clank, uh, going Commando and stuff like that, and and. Midway through the game, you realize that the bad guy of that game is actually a fe like a female like a rat like a uh like a female like lombax I think is what Ratchet is called or whatever. Yeah, it's it's lombax. Yeah, lombax. And I was just like, and I just went and and, and, I, and I was like, I was stupid and I was like seven years old and I went, oh, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> And he just walks in, just expecting me to like be watching porn or something like that. And and he walks in, and he sees like this like furry thing. And I go, oh, that's hot. And he goes, and I like, and he goes, hi, Dad. Well, fuck, this could not have been worse timing. <laughs> I think it was at that moment I wanted to like just curl up in my bed and die. <laughs> oh. Oh, that was a reawakened memory I forgot. <laughs> Good times. Oh my Good goodness. Times. I don't think I played Ratchet and Clank for like a week after that. <laughs> I was too afraid my dad would walk in and watch me play that game.
<gasps> it's okay, son. You gotta be who you are. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. <sighs> That's good. So you got any stories like that? I mean, I just don't yeah, need, but my parents need did not say. watch. They did not see me playing video games. Though. <laughs> Every single time it was uh, it was they would see me playing whatever game it would be. It would be like Battlefield 3 and they were like, hey, what you playing? Uh, playing Mario. Those were my parents. They would never question any anything when it came come when it came down to gaming, really. See, my parents wouldn't either, and stuff like that. My dad would just look at the screen and go, "Oh, that was like, uh, nah, it was whatever." He's playing a game and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it was just the one time I made like a stupid comment and stuff like that. He actually looks at the screen, and then it's just like it's just like the zoomed in like whatever her name was, and I was like, I was just like, "Oh my, are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> Yeah, I don't got much else. You, I mean, I told uh, I once tried to teach my dad how to play video games. Yeah, I, remember, I think I think you, I think you told me this, but I don't know if you told on the podcast. Yeah, it, I tried to teach him how to play a Halo Reach of all games. Fuck my entire life. He just could not understand a single thing that I was trying to explain to him. It's like I was trying to get him to just like look forward, not even move forward, just like, you know, not mess anything up. And I kept going, okay, this is the movement trigger and this is the and this is what makes you look up and down. And uh, like. I would I was going slow with them. It would always just turn to him looking and looking at the ceiling and either throwing at the grenade or fucking shooting at it while just rotating in place. I don't know. Yeah. I I told that very story very poorly and I apologize. Eh, it's just like what you expect whenever you whenever you try and teach uh, your parents how to play video games or something like that. It just never works yeah. out as well as you'd hope. Then you realize like trying to play a game is a lot more difficult than than you than you realize or whatever or at least to us it feels like second nature and stuff like that but to anyone that has yeah. never picked up a controller it's so different it's sad sometimes too because like i'll talk to them and it's like and they they say yeah there are, there are times where we get pretty bored during uh during retirement and stuff and we just watch a lot of old tv shows and movies and it's like god i wish i could have taught you guys how to play video games i feel like because there are just so many that i feel like they could vibe with super well yeah, I get. Uh, it sucks. Yeah, it, it comes down to like you almost got to build like do like a slow build and stuff like that, like something that doesn't have like very complex controls into like and then slowly work their way in. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, so uh, remember when we were going to spend this podcast talking about video games that we were excited for coming out next year? Yeah, remember how most of that time was then spent talking about Spider-Man? Yeah, like 90% of the podcast was Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I wasn't it, the only one thinking it then. 
it all came about because you were like, hey, did you see the new poster? Yeah. And then it just went on and, and on to every different tangent. Oh, God. It just kept, it just act- kept going. Alright, do you want to do you want to actually talk about that? I feel or like we could save podcast? it for another week or something like that, especially if like yeah. we're not really sure if like the nominations for the Game Awards are going to be out. So I think we can save it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. <laughs> that was uh remember we're a gaming podcast. Just just remember that. Just remember that. We're not a movie po- we're not a movie podcast and stuff like that. I mean, if you want, if you want to end off on the gaming thing, we still haven't talked about the Todd Howard interview. Sure, why not? I mean, mostly all he talked about was like they have eventual plans on making Fallout Five, and apparently, like Todd Howard is really, really hyping up um, Starfield. I'm not sure how seriously we can take him after the whole Fallout 76 debacle, but I don't know. He sounds pretty confident in it. He says it it apparently started being worked on since Fallout 4 came out, and he said it was like a make it, we're going to have to make this now or never for whatever reason. It's like a lot of people are really into Starfield and like, yeah, that's cool. Like I, 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 it's just I've I've been paying attention to games for too long and I kind of see like uh, yeah it looks interesting but it's not not sold you know we haven't, just, we haven't really seen much from it and, in the, terms and, of that, like... and that's what I was that's what I was getting at is like we haven't seen we saw a cinematic trailer for it like we don't know what the game is we don't know how it's gonna play and we don't like know what we're doing or anything like that like I don't understand why people are so high. like the cinematic look cool. Sure. But I was like, we've seen that more than one occasion that the cinematic is very good. And then game comes out and it's like, could have been a little better. I think the main thing that people are excited for are, is that it's like a Bethesda main studio game. And this studio has a pretty good track record. Like their last two games were Fallout 4 and Skyrim. And I think that's what most people are just getting hooked on right now is that it's like if it's as like big as those last two games were, then it's going to be pretty huge. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's the main thing that people are hooking on to, but in, in here, and, I and I'll also say this, it was the same thing for Cyberpunk 2077 with uh, CD Projekt Red. That you know, is true. They were coming off Witcher 3, and they are like, oh yeah, it's going to be great, and stuff like that. And then they were, we all know how that went. So, so people, I, not, I think a lot. And I'm, not, and, 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 and I'm not saying like, oh, don't trust it and stuff like that. Like, form, do your own opinion and stuff like that, of, what, of like how you really think about this. Oh, I but, understand that, yeah. But like, just don't get fully on board until you see stuff about it. Like, till you yeah, see gameplay I'm, or a story or anything like that. I'm just telling you what he told. Um, I think he's, it was Jeff Hoffrey, but I, I, I closed the page. He was the guy I, that he did the interview with. Ryan McCaffrey, that's it. Uh, so it's like, I'm, I'm definitely keeping my expectations in check. 
because I really don't know what to expect. It, <laughs> like, you got to remember, the last game this studio put out was Fallout 4 in 2015. And that was like six years ago. It's been a while. <sighs> so it's like any number of things could have happened in that time. And mm. I don't know. I'm just waiting to see, like, actually what the what the game is, what it looks like, all that kind of stuff. Like, if it's good, it's good. But if it's bad, I'm not going to be too broken up about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm in, like, the, the same boat or whatever. So. Yeah, it's just like, what do we really know about Starfield? Not a whole lot. We know what the basic idea is, and we know about a few like a handful of the settlements. That's basically all that we know about it. And according to Phil Spencer, it's very, very ambitious. Hmm. Hmm. So he didn't explain how it was very, very ambitious, just that it was very, very ambitious. What's that? Uh, what's that one like space game? The, the, is it Star Citizen? Star Citizen, the game that's never coming out. Everyone, I feel, I feel like everyone kind of envisions it kind of like a Star Citizens game or something like that, or like a, okay, or like it's a, not going to be like Eve Online or something like that. I don't think it's going to be Star Citizen because the idea behind Star Citizen is stupid. Like, it's incredible, but it's going to be decades before this movie, before this game hits, even like version one. Have like a fully like big explorable universe and having all these big epic stories. You can get all these different like mega ships and join like different uh, uh, different like galactic civilizations and all this stuff. Like the kind of promises that Star Citizen is making is just absolutely enormous, and it's just so far away. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not trying to throw shade because especially considering like these are my fellow devs after all. And the, it is a game that they are actually like continuously making. But yeah, it it's like if you hear the kind of things that they're promising on doing, it's just so. So out there. Yeah, it's just it's just like a little too ambitious at the moment. Yeah, I mean, if I think any video games coming close to being like the metaverse, it's probably Star Citizen. <laughs> How much that's worth is I'll leave up for the audience to decide, but hmm. I actually don't know too much about EVE Online. What is... It's pretty much just that? like a space battleship or like a space... Uh, like, you basically just like... You, there's like different ships you have and like everyone's kind of like different and stuff like that. And there's giant like space fleets or whatever that you can kind of form and you basically just battle against one another. So I, mean, I could see it kind of being like that. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard just like to comment because I don't. Yeah. It's hard to comment because I just don't know what Starfield is yet. Yeah. It's yeah. Just we, we need to see more. Maybe we'll see yeah. something at the game awards. Who knows? I mean, apparently we're not going to see gameplay until next summer. Oh. Maybe we'll see. I mean, maybe we'll see a bit more of the story then. Uh, th yeah. 
that kind of lines up. Well, maybe see like what the game actually looks like. Maybe not gameplay, but it kind of lines up with how Bethesda shows their games off, not showing them until like a few months before they come out. Yeah. Like, isn't that how they announced like Fallout 4? They were like, one day, oh yeah, this exists and it's coming out in three months or whatever. Pretty much. It's pretty much how Fallout 4 came out. Because hmm. I just remember like it popped up and I was just like, oh, it's cool. And then I was like, everyone was getting on board with it. And then I was like, eh, sure, I'll give it a go. I liked the new Vegas. How did you feel about Fallout 4? It was all right. I just. The settlement building I could have I could have done without. I think like that. that's the biggest thing that people don't like about Fallout 4 yeah. is the settlement building. Yeah. Which I can get behind, honestly. That was like that was like the one thing I didn't like about Fallout 4 is like I don't and then I think I got spoiled on like the ending of the game, which I didn't really care about, but it was like it was like like your what was it, the bad guy you were like fighting the whole time was actually just your son. Or something like that, like you were that you were trying yeah. to find through the entire game, and I'm just like, oh, I guess that's a twist <laughs> and stuff like that. But I'm like, eh. I was kind of just like not vibing with the game after so long. I just kind of just stopped playing. Yeah. So I mean, it was decent. I I'd give it like a, I give it like a six out of ten or something like that. Like I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't think it was great. Okay, so there's that. That's that's about that's about what I was like six six and a half or something like that. Sounds good. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it's it's like you said though. Bethesda's just. Fuck, I mean, if you're worried worried weird. about hurting my feelings, don't. I'm no. I, I really don't care much about Fallout Four. No, it's just, it's just like, uh, it, it's just that going back to what you said is like like Bethesda's just like oh here's like this thing and then like. We won't hear about it for like a couple of years or whatever. And then it's like, oh, yeah, here's like this gameplay trailer and the game's out in like two months. And I'm yeah. just like, the, the fuck? OK. Their marketing recently, especially just has been just downright strange. It's like fucking. Well, it's also really, I think they it's mostly also, it's also since Fallout 76, they've really tried to just, hey, get Fallout 76 and stuff like that. Play it so we can recoup our yeah. money on this. I mean, apparently the game's gotten better, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I guess it's gotten it's gotten a lot better. Well, the thing is, like, they, they, they started out with this empty open world and stuff like that. And then they're like, you make the story. And I'm like, that is no, so, that is so lazy. And story. I was like, we don't want to make the story and stuff like that. We want you, you to make the story and stuff like because the story that people come up with is just like we're going to kill and pillage everybody and stuff like that. And it just won't be fun. It's basically like, it's basically like they made a Rust or like, a, uh, what what else? There was like another game like that. Um, Rust is the one Day I always Z think of. Like Day, yeah, Day, like a Daisy type game where it was like, oh, you're all like supposed to go get, get to come together, make a story and stuff like that, survive the wasteland and stuff like that, and yeah. uh, realize that a lot of people really aren't about the RP life and stuff like that. They're not about the role play life. Um, and would rather just like go around and just shoot people and that's the game and nuke them and whatever. I mean, let's be fair to their credit. At least they fixed. Yeah, no, it's like, like, like you said, it's just like, 
it started as that, and now it's like they have NPCs, there's actual stories, there's actual plot lines, there's repeatable stuff and like other things to do. Yeah. Items to get and stuff like that, and people are enjoying it. Same kind of thing with Elder Scrolls Online, where it just had a super rocky launch, and now we're kind of at a point where it's getting like significant updates. It's a lot better. Like to Bethesda's credit, they could have just like dropped it, like EA did with Anthem, but they they stuck it through. So why is it that every like multiplayer game feels like that these days, where it's like it has like just the rockiest of starts and then just like slowly gets better i don't know i think publishers thought they could get away with that and just be like yeah this will this will save us money and people are gonna are stupid and will buy it anyways i don't know i think it's just that they try something and they realize that what they try isn't as good as they think it is and then they go oh yeah this was kind of not good so let's just uh, i think it's let's let's run it back (laughs) i think it's like uh when it comes to like ambitions versus and publishers versus developers i feel like a lot of publishing studios thought like okay this is something where we can consistently make money all the time for like years and years and years we should definitely do something like this and they were told it's probably going to take longer than a normal game would. And like, it, it'll be fine, whatever. And then they have like a release date for it. And they, they'll they go to the devs and they'll be like, OK, this thing is nowhere near completion. We There's no way we can release this. It's like, well, we need to right now to start recuperating, recuperating that money. So we'll just put what we have out now and we'll fix it later. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably what's happening obviously i can't confirm but i mean you're probably not too far off so i it's just like it just feels like every multiplayer game like there are very few multiplayer games i feel like that come out with that feel okay at at least okay at launch like there are some things that probably like just little bugs or whatever that could be easily fixed or whatever and then it's it just, just like, but the game empty and just like, though. yeah, it's just, but a lot of them are just like, uh, it's like, here's the foundation and we'll keep going on it for the next couple of years and we'll make it good. I'm just like, great. So why, why, why do I buy the game now then? I'll just wait a couple of years for you to fix the game and then I'll buy it on, on sale. Uh <laughs> Yeah. So. Dude, that reminds me. Endwalker got delayed. Yeah, Endwalker got delayed. Uh, was the Steam Deck also apparently got delayed as well from uh, December to like February? Yeah. Because Dude, they feel bad. For me. They, I was like, Valve even, uh, Valve even gave like an apology or whatever to like every to people who had pre-ordered it and stuff like that, and they're saying like, yeah, turns out to like make these things, we need like the 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 parts to make it. And stuff like that. Yeah. Guess what? Everyone in the fucking world doesn't have the parts that need to make it and stuff like that. That's why PS5s and Xbox Series X's are still kind of difficult to get. Dude, I feel 
felt like legit bad for the guy that's making Endwalker though. Because did you hear when he was announcing the delay, he actually began crying on stage? Oh really? Like he was legit super broken up about was it only a like, two week delay. Yeah, I was like, was it only like a two week delay? Yeah. It wasn't like it was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be like another year or something like that, or a couple months. No, it's like two weeks. I was like, don't get me wrong, like, it, I, like, I guess that means that he's like really passionate about the game and stuff like that. He really wanted to deliver on this. I mean, it is his life, life's work. Yeah. So, so I, as much as like you can kind of poke fun at it, like, oh, you're just gonna like, what, you're just gonna cry over a two week delay. I'm like, but well, for I'm the for, fucking, but like, fun at him. I'm just I saying know, but I, I can only assume that some people were doing that on like social medias and stuff like that. Oh yeah, definitely. But so I'm just like you could you can laugh at him all you want, but I'm like if that was your life's work doing that, uh, I'm pretty sure you'd feel differently. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's that. There's that. I it's just uh, two week like a two week delay though. Man, it's like it's one. Of, it's like one of those moves where it was like, remember when Cyberpunk move, like moved to like a month or something like that, or was like a couple weeks or whatever, and like. People were wondering, what are you going to do in a couple of weeks to like make the game better? So, <laughs> the game's already perfect. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven having having issues on delay, having issues on release. It's not going to happen. No Never. way. Never. This game is going to be perfect in every way, and y'all are just hating. <sighs> yeah. God, if only that was how it worked. <laughs> How that worked out, I don't know. It's like, what is it? The PS, the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions are supposed to come out next year. Do you think you see any resurgence in people trying to play that game? Then, if it, if those ports are good, like if they're not glitchy or anything like that, I don't know. I may actually hunker down and try it. Yeah, because a lot of people have been trying to wait for like. Like I've seen a lot of people that still have like the game and like the plastic wrapping and stuff like that, and like just waiting for the time that they could play it and so, and like actually enjoy it. Yeah. So it's just like clearly people still want this game to be good. So it's just like until they realize that hey, it's like it's not broken and stuff like that, then we're all good. I think also because of all like the you know the bug fixes and glitch fix and the glitches and stuff like that that they basically push back the multiplayer to they don't know when it's going to be done are they even doing the multiplayer anymore honestly at this point i wouldn't even want them to do that I, like at this point just focus all your efforts on fixing the game i mean if you're not already doing I, that I, I mean yeah but like it's gunplay looks pretty good so I'd be interested in the multiplayer. Yeah, but here's the thing. Fix the game first. The sooner you fix the game, the faster you can get to working on the extra stuff like that. Like, is... is I mean, yeah. Is, is weird, is, 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 it's just like... And, and I'm going to... And, and I know I've made this comparison before, but I'm going to point at Anthem for a second. Like, like we talked about Anthem a couple a while back where it was like, they just didn't focus on fixing the game and they just spread themselves too thin to the point where they weren't putting out content and the game wasn't fixed and people left and that's what happened to the game. 
So I'm just like, focus on one thing at a time. And then once that thing is done, move on to the next. Just works out better. Just works out better. So. Well, in an effort to not talk about random bullshit that I'm sure we've already talked about, uh, I think now is a good place to end it. This was a two-hour podcast. How? Yeah, it'll probably be cut just under under two hours, but, you know. We we didn't even get around to talking about the subject that we, we wanted to talk like about. We talked like 45 minutes about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Bring me more pictures of Spider-Man. So if you want to know how that happened, that's how. I don't think it was quite 45 minutes, but it was probably damn close. You know, it might have been. <laughs> I'll be interested in I'll be interested in finding out just how long that was. Oh God! I'll listen. I'll listen to this back and I'll say to myself, "How the fuck did we talk about Spider Man for forty five minutes?" Or like, turns out it was just like fifty minutes. We're like, "How do we talk about it for like fifty minutes?" <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's. I, I think that's gonna do it for us today. I don't want to go much past two hours, honestly. So. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so yeah, thank y'all so much for watching, for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk about our most anticipated games of 2022. That'd be crazy. Uh, maybe we'll get the nominations for the Game Awards. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, we'll, be, we'll be here. All in good time. And maybe we'll just talk about more about Spider-Man. Maybe the trailer will be out and we'll just talk like another hour about Spider-Man. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that'll be, that'll do it for us. Uh, I'm working on putting up all of the uh, podcasts onto uh, my YouTube channel that I'm, I'm trying to launch here uh, slowly, but steadily and stuff like that. And I'm going to put all of them, including the new ones going forward to when I actually get caught up. So if you don't like listening on like uh on like audio podcasts or whatever, it's like or you you don't go on Twitch to watch the videos or vods of stuff like that. I don't blame you. I don't feel like many people do. But it's like I'll put it up on YouTube. So I'll make sure to put the link in the description. But yeah. Till then, see y'all next time and be sure to follow Tom Cruise Can't Lose at his uh, Twitch channel and anywhere else he wants to plug just at this moment. I I would say YouTube, but I have nothing on there yet. So okay. we're going to wait on that one. <laughs> all right. That's all for us. Goodbye.